was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today is my co-pilot, Jeff Harding. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm feeling like I'm in Groundhog Day. It just seems like it happens over and over. I keep getting cold and cold and cold. I keep getting the slow (laughs) rolls voice over and over again. But one of these days I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to break out of this Groundhog Cycle. But how are you doing, Kyle? I'm doing good. I I do know that um, there's some kind of a super virus or bacteria or something out there because everybody that I know that got sick and then got better immediately got sick again, including Mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. So there's something going on out there. Well, it may just be my grandkids who keep coming over and sharing what they're getting with me, but It very likely could be that. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe it's new stuff that you're getting. But speaking of being sick, well, not speaking of being sick, here, here, here's my question for you, and this will right. be this will relate to overall health and wellness. Okay, there we and go. Feeling better, but what do, what do you think of when I say the word superfood? Pizza. Because <laughs> is there a better, stronger, more powerful food than pizza? Um, I no, not, I not good for you. Not, not good for I you, but just better food. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think of health, super healthy. Well, it's like this buzzword, you know. Yeah. We, we throw these words around now all the time, and superfood is certainly one of those that we throw around sure a lot. We do. Um, I found an article on twenty four seven Wall Street that was written by Krista Barnes. It's called "The Best Superfoods to Live a Healthy Lifestyle." Okay, here is what I found though. This was interesting because, like I said, we're we're throwing these words out there. Uh, as I read through this article, the thing that I learned about superfoods uh-huh. is that they're all just foods. Well, yeah, like they're just your they're just foods, you know. But they're supposed to be super but good for they're, you. They're they're dense in nutrients, and you know, there's there's some good things mm-hmm. going on there. But anyway, with that in mind, I want to share a few of my favorites that I found in the article. So these are your favorites, not just all of it. Some of the this together. Yeah, in your there mind. were there were more there than we have time to go over. Okay, but just great. a couple of them that I thought were either uh, connected to me in some way or just. I thought were, were all right, interesting. Well, I'll just see if they're they're my favorites too. I hope that some of them are. Num- number one is berries. I love berries. Yeah, I know you love fruits and vegetables. I, do. I know you I do. do. So blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, blackberries—they are all loaded with antioxidants. Uh-huh. And the antioxidants help us counter the oxidative stress that's caused by free radicals, which can trigger diseases. So I said we were going to talk about being sick, right? Right, and healthy. So one of the ways that we can get over that is to. Uh, stock up on the antioxidants and berries are full of antioxidants and they're fun too because if you give your granddaughter that's one years old a lot of blueberries yes it changes everything that comes out the other end (laughs) that sounds awful fun it's just hilarious (laughs) so um yeah stock up on the berries uh berries taste better than uh supplements anyways which uh, a lot of us try to supplement with uh you know vitamin c supplements or whatever Mm -hmm. but berries are great one cup of blackberries provides eight grams of fiber, mm-hmm. and uh, that's about a third of the recommended amount of fiber for the day. So if you had blackberries for breakfast, you're well on your way to getting your fiber for if the you day. If you had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you'd be there. You'd be there, because then there. that'd be a, a third plus a third plus a third. So yep. berries are good for us. Number two, Greek yogurt. Do you like Greek yogurt? I don't know that I've ever had Greek yogurt. I, I've had the French stuff. I've had the American stuff. I don't know that I've had oh. the Greek stuff. Well, Greek is just like a little different consistency. Of course, it's a whole different language. Yeah, it is. It is. But uh, Greek yogurt does have a great combination of carbohydrates and protein. And that combination really helps keep you full until your next meal. So there's some good stuff going on there. The yogurt 
uh, also has so many, excuse me, the yogurt aisle, when you go to shop for yogurt, like right. you said, there's there's the regular traditional, there's French yogurt, there's whipped, there's all kinds of different right. things. There's so frozen yogurt. It's easy to, <laughs> there's frozen yogurt right next to the ice cream, right? Right. Easy to get mixed up on the yogurt aisle. A uh, couple of things to keep in mind, though, when you're looking for yogurt, especially for Greek yogurt in particular, you want to look for yogurt that has more than 10 grams of protein and less than 20 grams of total carbohydrates. So that makes sure that it's going to stick with you, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. And then um, it makes sure that there's not a lot of added sugar. So it'll stick with you as long as it needs to, but then it won't stay on your hips. Ideally, that's what we're right. looking okay. for. They also say avoid fruit-flavored as well as low or non-fat yogurts because they almost always have added sugar. So if you can stick with the uh, just the just the plain Greek yogurt, you got some good health benefits there. Great. Number three, leafy greens. Yeah, I like lettuce. I know you like. like I know you and... like the vegetables. Mm-hmm. So leafy greens are a great source of vitamin A and vitamin C. Many leafy greens are a good source of calcium as well, which is important for anyone interested. In maintaining their skeletal health, mm-hmm. calcium is crucial, of course, for healthy bones, teeth, heart health, and blood clotting. And you don't have to eat it in a salad. I, I know some, a lot of people like salads. Maybe you like salads. I, I like a salad every once too. in a while. But leafy greens are really good to throw in like a vitamin smoothie. You oh, can just mix okay. it up. You get all the benefits. And if salad isn't your thing, you can overpower the the, the taste of the greens with some berries or um, mm-hmm. you know some other... Uh, supplements in there in your in your uh, smoothie. So, lots of ways to enjoy your leafy greens. Yes, just don't cook your your spinach because that's gross. I I don't Ugh. love cooked spinach. No. I, I don't mind it raw. Yeah, I don't mind it cooked, either. I don't love it either. It reminds so. me of something that we won't discuss now. A couple of other things, real quick. Fatty fish. Fatty fish are high in omega three fatty acids, which is a common deficiency for many of us. If you're looking to make some realistic changes to your eating habits, try setting a goal to eat fish at least two times a week. Uh, In particular, herring and salmon are very high in omega-3 fatty acids, and it can benefit everything from your brain health to your heart health. And I am not up to twice a week with fish, but I have tried to introduce Uh some salmon into my regular diet. I just find it hard to find the fish that have been lazy and haven't worked out, so they're fat. Yeah. But if you look hard, you can find it. The, the fatty fish are out there. <laughs> Jeff. Okay. I'm on uh, today. I'm not. A <laughs> couple more. A couple more real quick. Pistachios. Do you like pistachios? I do, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I do too. Uh, last week, actually, I bought a, a bag of pistachios, and I've been eating on them this mm-hmm. whole week. And I like them. They taste yeah. good, and they're good for you. Uh, they're great because you get more nuts per serving versus other snack nuts. And maybe most importantly, pistachios supply great plant protein, healthy fats, and fiber that helps keep you fuller longer. And research has shown that a diet that includes pistachios, which are rich in antioxidants, which we talked about, Mm -hmm. can contribute to a decrease also in your cholesterol levels. And they taste good. And they taste good. I like them. Yeah. Uh, The last one I wanted to talk about are kiwis. Those people from from New Zealand? No, the fruits. Oh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You like kiwis, right? I do, as a matter of fact, yeah. You know, I really like kiwis. For me, though, I never ate them because I didn't know how to eat them. You didn't know how to peel the skin off? Well, so the way that I found that works for me is cut it in half and then scoop it out with a spoon. Ah. Because I found trying to peel the skin was more trouble than it was worth. By the time I was done, it was a mushy, furry mess, (laughs) and it wasn't very fun to eat. But if you cut it in half, 
and just use a spoon and scoop out that the yeah. meat. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty easy to do, and yeah, you get be. all the benefits of uh, of eating the kiwis, mm-hmm. which are many. Kiwis help improve a person's digestive, immune, as well as metabolic health. So there's a lot of good stuff going on yeah, with they're kiwis. Are. They're rich in vitamin C. According to one study, the consumption of at least one kiwi a week helps lower your LDL bad cholesterol, and it increases your HDL good cholesterol levels. And a separate study has suggested that eating kiwi, which contains serotonin, which is a oh, hormone that plays, happy. Uh, well, it plays a role in, in sleep, Mm-hmm. Uh, it might help benefit people who have sleep disorders. Yeah. So again, lot, lots of good stuff going on there with some of those superfoods, as we call them. So at Thanksgiving time, you just want to eat your turkey and your kiwis, and you'll get. Good You're going to get a great nap yeah. that day for sure. Our guest today is Dr. David Middleton. Dr. Middleton uh, is a chiropractor here in St. George, Utah. He's been practicing for over 30 years. He graduated from Cleveland Chiropractic College in Kansas City and has been a good friend of the Huntsman World Senior Games, providing chiropractic services to our athletes for the past several years. So, uh, Dr. Middleton, do you mind if we call you Dave? Is that okay? That's fine. Dr. Dave's, I Dr. call Dave. that more than anything else. Well, Dr. Dave, we'll go with that. Um, in fact, that's what his wife calls him. <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true, huh? Uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it after speaking with Jeff yesterday. I had laryngitis. And speaking of the cold and so forth. Yeah, but we're glad I'm, that you're I'm just here. just a little raspy and stuffy today, but I think we can get through with it. Well, you, well, sound, you sound very good. Stock good, up thanks. on the superfoods yeah. and see uh, Exactly. I did this morning. That. I had a smoothie with the berries and some oh, kale and, and some Greek yogurt. Well, well, there, there you, you go. go. You're, you're like, you're, you, 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 could, you could have you done the intro. The you could have done the intro. Absolutely. That is all good stuff right there. Like, you know, we just barely talked about diet. I know that... As a chiropractor, that's not necessarily your specialty, but as someone interested in health and wellness, any of that ring true to you and the things that you're observing in the wellness industry? Absolutely. I think everything you discussed was the hit the nail on the head. I think what you what you take in is what's going to be utilized in your body, and if you take the right things in, it's going to be a lot more effective. Well, and, and the great thing is is that those all the foods that I just mentioned there are um, – they're available, you know, some, someone once told me the best way to shop for your groceries is to shop around the outside of the building, right? And if you think about it, that's where your produce is, that's where your, your whole foods are, the, the whole meats, the unprocessed meats, the, the dairies, the, those, steaks. the steaks, those kinds of things yeah. are around the outside of the grocery store. And so I, I've kind of taken that to heart and I've tried to do that a little bit more. Every once in a while I find myself down in the, the bread aisle or the cookie aisle, I have to admit, but... If you shop around the outside, it seems like that's where you get the whole foods. And those are really the superfoods that we talk about, those whole foods that are just full of nutrients. Right. That makes Good a lot of you. sense. They always say if it comes in a box, there's probably more nutrients in the box than there was in the what's inside of it. And there's something to be said for that. Well, the skins well, right? always have more nutrients. So, you know, true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So today we're going to talk a little bit about exercising. Uh, we talked about the food part of the active life. Now we're going to take one of the other pillars of the active life, which is uh, being active and exercising. Um, Dave, you see this all the time in in, uh, your practice, I'm sure, Uh, people who are trying to get out there and be active. Let's talk a little bit about exercising as we age. What's the difference between just being six and running around the playground and maybe being 60 but trying to stay active through exercise? Right. I probably see it more at the gym than I do in my office because – 
if you're 20 years old, there's a big difference in being 40 or 50 years yeah, old yeah. In, in exercise. When you're 20, you generally are trying to build some muscle mass. Uh, you have a lot going for you, energy, testosterone. It's easy to work out hard. When you're 40 or 50, you should have it's a harder. totally different idea of working out. You're not trying to get big. You're not uh, trying to have longevity as far as, as endurance and so forth. You just want range of motion. You want flexibility. Um, and you just don't want to push it as hard. So no, knowing that, when do you find that most people make that transition um, from, I'm going to be an action hero to, I just want to be healthy? It's an individual thing. Okay. I, I think 40 is a good transition time, but everybody's a little bit different. Some people who have been active from 20 to 40 don't need to back off. They can stay until 50 or 60. If you have been sedentary, you've been in a job for 30 years, you're 50 years old, you've put on 30 pounds, uh, the yep. most activity you get is walking to the car, you need to work into it real slowly then. You're probably not going to be able to jump into your old football workout from high school is what and you're that's saying. That's what I see a lot of. <laughs> January 1st, 2nd, 3rd in the gyms, the busiest days of the year yeah. because everybody has their New Year's resolutions and generally it just doesn't work out because they go in and hit it hard. They get sore. They get discomfort. Uh, my my philosophy on that is start working out at home. Yeah. You don't have to join a gym. Start doing things on your own. Uh, the Internet is great because you can get yoga videos. You can get some exercise videos. Start doing things simple at home, some stretching, some simple calisthenics. Start doing that on your own before you go to the gym and overdo it. Because a gym can be a very intimidating place. Absolutely. If there's a lot of equipment in there. there. In, in a lot of time, and there's a lot of people, a lot of people that, might that are watching you. Look and, our, different, yeah. and our egos. Yes. <laughs> it's our true. egos can kind of get in the way in the gym. It's true. And that potentially leads to problems, right? Yes. And, and defeat really quick. Because yeah. people get in there and they're intimidated. Um, once again, the old high school football player goes in and starts trying to lift as much as he did in high school. And it's not going to work. And he gets really sore and discouraged and doesn't come back. So yeah. it, it's, I, I like the philosophy of that Cubex, the Cubex gym here in town uh -huh, yeah. where they have individual little workout rooms. So you have some privacy. I'm not plugging them, but yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. the concept idea. is a good idea. Um, yeah. I think yeah. that when you can go in and work out on your own, you're not uh, being observed. Uh, I think it's a great philosophy. But the same, the same applies at home. You know, you don't have any mm -hmm. of those eyes on you and you don't have that pressure and you're just there for yourself, hopefully and probably uh, for the right reason of just getting in health and in shape and, and living the active life. And again, all that, you know, the privacy and the ability to still also find great tools online can be very helpful and valuable to somebody who is wanting to get back into exercising after maybe a hiatus. Right, and that's a very individualized thing as well because yeah. some people can work out at home. I personally can't. I, yeah. I don't find the motivation. I like going to the gym where there's the people, the energy, the lights. The uh, equipment. The equipment. That, yeah. That's a big factor if you don't have any equipment at home. Some people can just do with no equipment at home and get a very good workout. There's some good routines that you can just do with, with a broomstick and uh, a can of soup, a big heavy yeah. can of soup. It's it's gallon of milk or whatever. Yeah, just some range of motion. Yeah. So uh, it's it's an individual thing. And if you can motivate yourself to do it at home, great. But um, I find myself having to go to the gym. And I and I've, I'm kind of the same way. I've done both. I've done some home stuff. And there's, you know, there's some benefits there. 
but I personally prefer to go to the gym and, and have enjoyed having a membership. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we're visiting with chiropractor Dr. Dave Middleton. Today we're talking a little bit about exercise and being able to exercise as we age and how that might look a little bit different. Um, one of the things that does happen when we get older is we te- have a tendency to gain a few pounds. We talked about that. Um, do you do you need or a lot of them. Or, or a lot of pounds? <laughs> do you need to do aerobic exercise to lose weight, or can you do it with weights? Or what? What's your take on that? I think the bottom line that people don't get is you need to have a calorie deficit. By that I mean you need to burn off more calories than you take in. It's as simple as that. So. Aerobics, a lot of people think that they need to go out and run, right? Uh, do some kind of uh, aerobic exercise, it's, which is great, but unfortunately, your body tends to adapt to that fairly quickly. The amount of calories you burned in 10 minutes, once you've been doing it for a few months, it's going to take you 20, 30 minutes to burn. Where resistance training or weight training, you can keep changing that up, and I think it's, it's much more efficient at, at burning the calories. So... With that being said, I think your diet, if it stays the same and you uptake that, uptake your energy uh, usage, it's going to burn more calories. And with the diet that we spoke about earlier, eating the superfoods, eating the right thing, we all have a diet. I don't think you really need to change your diet, just maybe less of it. Yeah, Instead portion of control. Instead of a double cheeseburger, <laughs> have a single cheeseburger. There you go, little just steps, baby little steps, baby right? steps. Or, or two cheeseburgers, just change. have one. Pardon me? Or instead of two cheeseburgers, just have one? Yes, exactly. Yeah, just, so if you're down to two Something, doubles, I, something I can relate to. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> simply cut it down a little bit. So, but, but aerobic exercise, I think, is a little bit overrated. I think it's good for your heart. Uh, but when you're lifting weights and you're doing it consistently, um, aggressively, I think you, you do get a good cardiovascular exercise in while you're doing that. So we've learned on this show a lot about resistance training and all the benefits, you know, there's so many benefits, surprising benefits that can come with resistance training, even benefits for your heart and for your brain and, you know, obviously muscle tone and skeletal benefits as well. Um, what do you think about cross training and just kind of trying to get a wide variety you know, maybe run one day, maybe cycle another day, maybe lift weights another day? How does that work into um, you know, trying to accomplish your fitness goals. I think as we mature, that's probably one of the best things we can do. You're not in a rut. You're not in a routine. Uh, myself, I'll usually lift weights two or three days a week, and in between, I'll do something different. Uh, I'm I'm really into golf, so I'll okay. do golf-specific exercises on my off days. I'll do yoga on an off day. So I really try to break things up and not do the same thing day after day, uh, make it different. Keep it fresh take the weekend off and go hiking do something totally different. Uh, I think it's a really good idea to mix things up. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about major do's and don'ts when it comes to exercise. What are some things that we want to make sure we're definitely doing when it comes to exercise? I would say the number one thing I see that people do incorrectly is warm up. Oh, People walk in the gym and jump on a machine and start lifting weights. It might start out light, but still, I, I just think that getting your heart rate up, and that's going to pump blood to your entire body. It's going to increase your body temperature. It's going to increase your metabolic rate. Um, warm up for five or ten minutes. Get your heart rate going. And by doing that, uh, doing the treadmill, doing a cycle, doing a Stairmaster, doing something to get your heart rate up. So something a little bit more aerobic. Yes. 
but it doesn't need to be heavy, heavy aerobic. Heavy, just, just more aerobic. Just, yeah, just something just to get your heart rate up and get things moving a little bit. If you uh, don't have machines around like you're at home, do some jumping jacks. Do some, do some squats with no weight just because that'll affect some of the largest muscle groups in your body, your yeah. glutes and your quads and hams. So that will get them woken up and get your heart rate going. So I think that's probably the biggest thing I see that people don't do. Uh, the things that I'd see people do that I'm, I'm opposed to are certain exercises as a chiropractor. I see a lot of back pain, lower yeah. back pain, upper back pain. I see people in the gym that are exacerbating those problems, doing certain exercises. I wish I could just go up and <laughs> shake him and go, hey, don't do that, is or, it, or it, just hand him my business card. Because <laughs> uh, you, you're going to you're gonna, you're Eventually, they're the going to have to come see me because there's yeah. a lot of exercises. And even if you go on bodybuilder.com, They'll they'll push these exercises, and biomechanically they are just not right. So it's not just the technique; it's the actual exercise they're doing that's, that's correct. Bad. So correct. give us a couple some... of examples that you just see as problem exercises that we really ought to avoid. Straight leg raise. Okay. They, everybody does them for their abs. Mm-hmm. It's a hip flexor exercise. Your hip flexors pulls you back into arch. Your your abs work as a secondary muscle. So I see that. Day in, day out, people are doing these leg raises. So leg raises meaning laying flat, laying on, your flat back on your back and, and then your lifting legs. your legs up. That, that's a total yes. hip flexor. Talking, talking about the old football days, those Correct. were the, those that's were the, what we did those all the, the time. things you and, did, right? You and they those... really pushed that. Trainers pushed that. Yeah. So what should they be doing? Crunches. Just your, your abs, upper bodies, yes, not, not lower crunches, body, upper body. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, planks are good. Okay. Uh, what about jack knife sit-ups? No, because that's hip flexors again. Okay, that's good because I hated those. Yeah, anytime you're lifting <laughs> your legs many, up, you, you led me astray. Those, how many of those are you doing? Now none. I hated them, hate them in high school, so I don't do them anymore. <laughs> Once I got to high school, I didn't have to do them. I didn't have a football coach telling me to do them anymore. Okay, so so hip uh, hip flexor exercises that we think are ab exercises, right. we want to try to avoid. Right, and another thing you'll see in a lot of men, because we want to work those pectoralis muscles, the big chest muscles. Yeah. Most of us sit most of the day, so we get rounded shoulders and we get uh, our shoulders pushed forward, and then you go do bench press, and you're just exacerbating that. Mm. If you're not stretching those and elongating and getting, and, and getting your posture back to where it should be, that's going to cause the upper back problems. Yeah. Mm. So a couple of things that we want, we want to consider and potentially uh, avoid. What are some things that... Um, that we definitely want to do. You talked about warming up. What's what's maybe one more thing that we want to make sure that we do when it comes to exercise? Full range of motion. Full range of motion. Uh, as we get older, anybody over 40, 50 years old, if if you want to do it properly, do full range of motion and do a lot of reps. And by a lot, I mean 15. You don't need to okay. do 1,000. You know, it's not that insane. But just doing really wide range of motion. Um, lower weights. Lo- lower weights and just work and just keep those muscles alive. Keep the joints alive. Keep them moving. Uh, that's more what we're after than trying to build up any strength. Now, you had mentioned earlier, and we've just got about a minute left, um, people doing things that might exacerbate problems. Uh, what if you've got an injury? What if you've got a bad knee or a bad shoulder? Do you avoid exercise altogether while it rests, or do you strengthen it during the healing process? What's what's the way to go about that? My philosophy is if it hurts, don't do it. Pain, okay. pain is a wonderful thing. Pain's, <laughs> pain's your alarm system saying that's not right. And and I'm a good example myself. I've, I've injured both my shoulders and certain movements really hurt, but 85% of other movements don't. So I can do those. I just avoid the ones that hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just your body's telling you don't do that motion. Same, same with your knees. If your knees hurt, what's keeping you from doing your upper body exercises. Right. 
So uh, pain, let let pain be the indicator that it's supposed to be. Correct. We we sometimes subscribe to that no pain no gain concept, and and, and, and work with through that. Being that. Said, I yeah. think uh, pain in the joints is is pain in the muscles expected when you exercise, or at least some soreness. Okay. Pain in the joint is not. Okay. So that's that's a red flag. If you're starting to get pain in the joint, back off. And and until it feels better, just avoid that movement, that exercise, let it get better. And then once it feels good, you're Slowly welcome to go into back into it. it. Yes. Awesome. Well, Dr. Dave, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your expertise. You, you've uh, definitely raised some good, uh, some good points that I think are, are worth considering. Well, good. Thank you. You bet. Jeff. Yes, Kyle. Registration opens on March 1st. Tomorrow. And that is tomorrow if you're keeping track. And if you're interested in being a part of the Huntsman World Senior Games this year, and we hope that you are interested do. in being a part of the games, get registered. Get it on your calendar and use that motivation to help you really live the active life throughout this year. Sure. It's very easy to do. All you got to do is visit SeniorGames.net, click on Register, and the process is simple, it's fast, it's secure, and before you know it, you'll be ready to come and be a part of more than 11,000 athletes who will compete at the Games this year. That's right. The dates for the 2019 Games are October 7th through the 19th, and uh, be a part of it. It's a lot of fun. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast anywhere podcasts are found. And once you've subscribed, give us a rating, write a quick review. You can really make a difference in helping us spread the word. You can also find this and previous shows right on our website at SeniorGames.net. Jeff, our inspirational quote for the day is attributed to Napoleon Bonaparte. He says, courage isn't having the strength to go on. It's going on when you don't have the strength. Yeah. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye, everyone. Bye.